Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center. Each week, we discuss strategies to help you preserve, protect, and enhance your wealth because saving for retirement is just the beginning. We've developed an innovative approach to retirement wealth and tax management, powerful strategies to help you get the most from your nest egg and help you live the retirement you want and deserve. Have a question for the team? Connect with us at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or call 888-888-5601. 888-888-5601. Get more retirement starts now. Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White. Coming up, a reset for success. Bruce will do some tax math, and it will really get you thinking. Also, how to make the most of your assets now and later. Today on Get More Retirement, Create Wealth, Retain Wealth. It's all coming from the book. It's a book written by Bruce Smith. Hello, Bruce. Hey, good morning. How the heck are you? I'm doing great. I dove back into your book. We did this a while back, and we just barely scratched the surface. So I wanted to come back in again and just take out some of the information that you wrote in the book and have you put more life to it. In other words, explain to us the background. What prompted you to write these individual chapters and give this advice? So let's start with something that I think, Bruce, you're going to say, Cheryl, wait a minute. People start at the beginning. And most of the time they do. But I want to start our discussion today from the last chapter of your book. On the left facing page is a chalkboard. And on that chalkboard is written, new mindset, new results. Now, at its simplest, that does make sense. Everybody's going, sure, yeah, absolutely. But specifically, Bruce, what do you mean by that? Well, the thing is, as we talk about retirement planning, and you know, we always talk about the rush that people are in. I mean, you think about it, the whole retirement process, you know, you're going from being employed to unemployed. You're going from being at work versus being home more. We all have that fantasy that you know we're going to have more time in retirement, which I can tell you right now is a fallacy because <laughs> almost every retiree we work with tells us that never happened. The honeydew list or what have you. So with all of these things going on, you've had this automated lifestyle as far as finances. You know, you got a paycheck, you paid your bills, you had money taken off retirement, maybe your employer matched, maybe your employer you know, dumped in additional money or whatever the case may be, and you just kind of watched the 401k or whatever, you know, so that was that. So now you come up to retirement, you know, it's not just a life transition, it's a financial transition, and people, they just won't budget the time. And so they end up going along with the tide of what everybody else does, and the financial industry is fine with that. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're working with somebody at a bank or an insurance company or a Wall Street person or a financial planner. You know, it's it's like, oh, here's what you need to do. And you go, okay, that's great, and I'll, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the simple fact is that if you do the same thing that everybody else is doing, you're going to get the same results. So if you want to get the most out of something, you're saying, look, I don't accept this. And, and, and that's, you know, where the background came from, which is obviously the premise of the book, is the book is, is a distillation of everything I learned working when I started working with high net worth people. And I can tell you with 100% certainty that the... The planning, the recommendations, the sales programs, all these things that Wall Street and the financial industry offers to the average consumer is unacceptable to those people. It's not at a high enough level. There's not enough quality. There's not enough opportunity. There's just so many things. So they demand a higher level of planning and management, which on the surface sounds complicated. So you're saying, oh, well, they have more money, so they they should do that. Uh And, And the reality is that it's actually, with, especially with modern technologies, it's actually simpler and there is better availability, there's better programming, out, there's better things out there, but again, it's typically reserved for the wealthy people, but the technology has enabled it that it's available to people, but people don't even know what to ask for. So that whole premise of the new mindset, new opportunities, new results, really, is we don't think like other people. The entire book was written with the premise of, let us show you what opportunities are out there and opportunities that most people have never seen or been offered or had an opportunity to consider a lot of these things that are just common sense and simple math. Well, you know, when I read the book, I often find myself saying out loud, oh, (laughs) that explains that. Nobody ever told you that, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. And when you say new mindset, I'd like you to compare that to old mindset. So what is the difference? The biggest thing is what we do at WealthCare and what we help people do is we start with a true, honest, clean sheet of paper. 
So there is no preconceived notions. You know, we've talked in previous shows about the difference between an off-the-rack suit or an off-the-rack dress versus a tailor-made one. So we don't take a plan and do alterations. We don't take a suit or a dress and do alterations. That's not what we do. We take a clean sheet of paper and we start, and of course it's digital these days, but we start from scratch. And the way we do it is kind of in reverse. We say, look, you know, here are the opportunities that exist out there. Is this something you would want in your plan? So we're not going to reference what they're doing now. So that's not even on the table. We start with a clean sheet of paper and say, okay, for example, if you had the opportunity to reduce your exposure to market risk, yet still retain the opportunity for growth equal to or maybe even greater than what you're doing now, would you want to know how to do Would you want that included in your planning? And people go, yeah. I say, okay, add the item for their checklist, you know. So you do this on a clean sheet of paper, and we build the plan. You know, you went down the buffet, and you <laughs> built your salad. You know, here's my lettuce, here's my tomatoes, my mushrooms, whatever you're putting on there. And don't forget the bacon bits. <laughs> of <laughs> but, course. And the dressing. But uh, it was what you wanted. And then we build the plan that way. And then we'll go back and say, okay, now your plan's built. Here's what it looks like. Now let's look at what you're doing, and let's look at any opportunities you weren't taking advantage of and what the estimated cost is of not having those opportunities. So it is truly, when we say new mindset, it, it is a start from scratch, and let's forget what the industry has told you to do. Let's do what you want to do. And our conviction and belief and proof is that we've, we've built hundreds and hundreds of plans for people. And I can tell you right now, if you're out there listening, with that process, with that survey, if you will, of, of opportunities, and people say, this is what I want in my plan, you can build a better plan than the current plan you have, than anything out there offered by Wall Street, than anything offered by most financial advisors. Because you're being made aware of opportunities that, quite frankly, they don't have. You know, we've discussed on the show many times the difference between availability and opportunity. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, availability, you know, you talk with an advisor and they'll give you recommendations based on what they have in their menu. And if you think about it, you go stay at a, uh, at a comfort inn and they say, we have free breakfast buffet. Okay, so you go down in the morning, what do you see? You see toast and bagels and muffins and scrambled eggs and a couple of meats and some potatoes and some hot sauce and some juices. You know, that's their idea of a buffet. Now, if you go to uh, Shady Maple down near Lancaster, and I didn't know this, that is the biggest buffet in the United States. It's, run, <laughs> it's, it's built by... I think, I think Mennonites run it or whatever, but I mean, there's something like 700 different choices, you know? I mean, when you go in there, it, it could be scrapple or toast or waffles or pancake, anything you can imagine, you know, eggs to order, you name it, kibasi. So if you knew those things existed, you know, what do you do? You take your plate and you walk around and say, oh, I can get what I want. And a lot mm -hmm. of times, you know, you didn't even know some of these things. Certainly, I've tasted things at a buffet like that that I didn't even know existed and went, oh, I like that, you know? So... Yeah, that's when we say new mindset, it's really, it's a true clean sheet of paper. And that's what people, if they're dissatisfied or they're concerned, or if they're saying, is there more? And that's probably the biggest question. Is there really more? Can I get more from my nest egg than what I'm doing now? And if you have that question, the only fair way to do it is not, let me find a way that I can tweak what you're doing and make it a little better. I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to see what you're doing now. Let's build you a plan from scratch. And it's not going to be to make your plan better. Let's build the best plan we can build. And then let's go back and compare it and make sure you're taking advantage of all these opportunities. And if you're not, it's because they probably weren't available or weren't offered to you. And if you want them in your plan, we'll build your plan the way you want it. And then the numbers will tell us, is it better? Is it not? Is it about the same? Is, is there really any reason to work with wealthcare? So it's a very pragmatic approach and it eliminates the sales process. You don't have that sales pressure or any of that stuff. It's true high-level planning. You know, Bruce, I think there should maybe be another mindset in there, and that is, open mindset because people coming in need to be open to this reset we do our I mean, the survey which is we're going to be talking about in future shows here probably about a month but we're going to actually make the ability for consumers to build their best fit retirement by taking the survey and they'll get the checklist free so basically that's something that's coming so there's a preview of coming attractions. Mm -hmm. Then if they want to, you know, actually get into the planning element of it, then we have with them what we call a right fit call to make sure that it's the right fit for them with us and us with them. You know, that basically if, if it's just somebody looking for free information, that's obviously not a good fit. If it's somebody who says, hey, I've had my guy for 20 years and, and you know, I, I'd have no reason to change even if the numbers were better. We don't want to waste their time or ours. A lot of people say I'm looking for a second opinion. And if the second opinion has significant value that I can see, then I would certainly consider using your firm and your services. And, that, and that's kind of the base ground that we look for. 
We're not guaranteeing they're going to become a client or they're not committing to become a client. Let's go through the process. If they have the right mindset, you know, if they qualify, then so if they've saved at least $500,000 or more for their retirement, mm -hmm. you know, basically if the discussion goes well, we will waive our planning fee. If somebody came in and said, I want a financial plan done and nothing more. I don't want to do any business otherwise with you. You know, the a total comprehensive plan is five grand, you know, and we're going to waive that fee if there's a good fit to basically put the plan together, do, you know, start with a clean sheet of paper, build based on the best fit plan, based on their opportunities they've chosen and then do the comparison. So it has to be something where they're, they're looking and we're, you know, it's a good marriage. It's a good partnership as far as building the plan and looking for opportunities to work together going forward. Open your mind to the possibilities. We have a lot more coming up from Bruce's book, Create Wealth, Retain Wealth. For example, how to turn your retirement daydream into a retirement plan. And the one word that can really make or break your golden years. As Get More Retirement continues. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the Wealthcare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial market, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level of planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. And Bruce, in your book, Create Wealth, Retain Wealth, you write a goal without a plan is just a wish. Last week, we discussed a recent survey by Lincoln Financial Group, and you'll remember this. It found that 85% of retirees wish they had planned better for the unexpected. Now, those seniors had a goal to live a comfortable retirement, but what they did not do was properly plan to make it happen. Well, first of all, it's a serious conversation. When we enter into this and we start stress testing, and especially when you're, you're talking about unplanned events, you know, for example, premature death of a spouse, a long-term care stay, there's lots of little things that pop up, you know, and I, I always tell people, I say, you know, if you planned a trip and said, you know, hey, I'm here in Pennsylvania and I'm going to Barstow, California. Of course, you and I remember we'd, we'd you'd go to AAA and get all those maps, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> build that route and say, okay, I'm going to Barstow and I'm going to go this highway, this interstate, turn here, go there. We're going to get lunch at Cracker Barrel, whatever. And that's great, you know, but let me tell you something. If you make a trip of any distance, you're going to encounter detours. You're going to encounter potholes. You're going to encounter things you didn't expect. And retirement is exactly that. So, you know, we don't just build a plan that says, oh, the numbers look good. It's basically, you know, what about these stress factors? You know, what happens if this happens? What happens if, and we've thought about it in advance. And you're exactly correct. The survey, I believe, is correct because that's one thing that we hear from people. They're like, my guy or my gal or my team or, or when I did this online, you know, I didn't, we never considered any of that. Do we want to find where the wheels are going to come off? before they come off and, and know how we're going to deal with it. And as I always say, you know, the whole premise of Get More Retirement is that if you're doing all the opportunities possible to get the maximum value, 90% of the problems you will encounter can be resolved if you have more money. I mean, I know that sounds so archaic, but it's, it's fact. And, you know, where do you find that money? And it's basically, you know, you, you want the best management process built on a plan that is designed to take advantage of all those opportunities. So, yeah, because the money running out is a reality. And, and what you don't hear is, and this is one thing that we, we give it lip service, but I'll give you the reality. Number one, I've had people run out of money. I mean, it's not that we did something wrong. It's just they didn't have enough shekels or the one we see more often is throughout retirement, they say, well, I, I talk in the book about the gentleman who came in, he had a half million dollars, and within six months of retirement, hey, I need $30,000. That was just a totally unusual expense for them. And what for? For my daughter's wedding. Okay. Oh. 
And then the wedding happened and there was baby coming. Oh, we're going to buy a minivan. This guy blew through 150 grand in the first year that, that wasn't even planned for. And I told him, I said, look, I said, you know, with the expenses you have and, and issues, you know, you're going to run out of money. And he did. And we've seen that. And that's through the normal process just of changing, you know, it's your money. I mean, we want you to be able to spend it and enjoy it and do the things with your family. You never want to hold back on that. But our job is to also kind of say, listen, here's how the math looks. It's reality. It does happen. And the other part is that, you know, if our health doesn't continue as we expect, you know, and you have a health event or, you know, we just had a, a somebody who lost somebody and they, the Social Security went away, so we're replanning the numbers. So talking about those things in advance and saying, here's what we're doing to combat it. And that's why you look at, you know, here's the custom design clean sheet of paper plan we did with all the opportunities you wanted. Here's your current plan. And then we do what we call the cost factor of the lost value of not taking advantage of certain opportunities. You know, and those numbers, I mean, we're talking about improvements. No, we're not talking about small ones. We're talking $100,000, $200,000, $500,000 or more over your lifetime by taking advantage of all the opportunities that maybe a lot of them you didn't even know mm -hmm. about. If you had an extra couple hundred grand, could that help? get you through, you know, these types of events? And the answer is obviously yes. Well, you know, Bruce, there's always that possibility that we will have some sort of illness that's going to require a lot of money or care as we get older. But I've been noticing recently that there are a lot of articles, scientific publications, indicating we might live longer and healthier, maybe. And that brings another set of considerations because your money will need to last that much longer. Yeah, I mean, the planning standards, I mean, if you're working with a higher level planner, the, some of the new planning standards, like, for example, life insurance. I'm not a huge fan of life insurance, but, you know, if we utilize life insurance as a tool and if it's a necessary tool in a certain plan, we will only work with companies that will guarantee those benefits to age 120. Really? Yeah, because that's the new planning standard. Because we don't know, with the evolution of healthcare and all these different things, the response we get from that, you know, listen, I don't want to be 90. I don't want to live pay. You, know, you say that now. I haven't had any 87-year-olds that say, please just end me now, you know. It's nice to talk about that when you're 60, but, you know, you're looking 30 years out and say, oh, yeah, I don't want to live that long. Well, who knows? I mean, and, and that's the thing. We want the opportunity to live our best possible lifestyle. And obviously, there's a price tag for that. Not an excessive lifestyle. This is not, you know, uh, wine and caviar and that kind of stuff. But the thing I love most about what we do is, you know, when you sit down with somebody, one of the questions we always ask is, you know, look, what's your bucket list trip? What's the trip that you always wanted to take? And we try to make sure we fulfill that for somebody, you know, for people. And because, you know, it shouldn't be a wish. It should be a reality. And we make that a reality without draining the pot, you know, so. Bruce, if you don't mind, I'd like to learn a little bit more about you. I mean, we are focusing on your book, but yeah. why did you write this book? You have a very successful business and I know you could make more money with a client than a hardback. So <laughs> what was your motivation? Well, first of all, I've been incredibly blessed in my life. I've got a wife who's put up with me for 42 years, which I cannot imagine that. <laughs> I always say I never got the memo. You get a, get to do a do-over. <laughs> and that's okay. She's my girlfriend. I've got two wonderful boys. We've got great grandkids. I mean, we're just very, very blessed in life. But the one thing that I have to recognize is that I've had an incredible career because I had my first career basically in, in the engineering world, and that's where all the math comes from, and I love that, still do. You know, I've been doing this for 36 years, and I was a broker for 10 years, so I sold people stuff. I hated that. Uh, but then, you know, I, I became vice chairman of the national brokerage and realized that, you know, Wall Street's about selling stuff. I was able to transition to the high-level wealth manager and see all those opportunities. And I learned so much. And I was in the right place at the right time and gathered all of this knowledge. And it benefits our clients. But the problem is that I am mortal. I have mortality. It took me eight years to write this book. This was not a ghost-written or just quickie book. So it was designed, you know, around here we jokingly call it Bruce in a Box. So <laughs> by distilling everything I had learned and putting it into an easy read, into an organized format of here's what kind of opportunities exist out there to plant seeds. People that read the book and they're like, you know, Bruce, if I can do this in my plan. I want to do this. I didn't even know this existed. So it's an owner's manual for retirement, for your finances. And that's really what it's designed for. But I won't always be here. I believe wealth care will stand the test of time because I mean, we've got the next generation of planners and you know, my son and my other partner, Chris, they've been here 17 years, for God's sake. You know, we're not going anywhere. 
And people are looking today more than ever for that longevity because their advisor's getting older or their person at the bank left or you know, there's just a lot of movement out there. And there's a, there's a push by the industry for it to all just become a push button, you know, account on, on a website somewhere. So we're a great, solid, multi-generational alternative to that. But the process is we are an open book. I mean, where else do you go that you have an open book architecture? Some people buy the book, read the book, and then set an appointment. We have people that, you know, we, we go through the book with them in a first appointment after we've had a right fit meeting, and they're like, hey, I have questions about something. So the book is something you keep returning to. So it's the owner's manual. The owner's manual sits in your glove box in your car right up to the point where you say, now, how do I program that stupid lock on the door? Or how, how do I, I change reset the my, time? How do I change the time? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing which, you know, is really a daunting task. The hardest part of that book, the one benchmark that I established in writing that book is I said, you know, this book has to be current, but then five years from now, it has to have the same value. That's an almost impossible order in our financial world. And I think as you read the book, I mean, there may be a little tax law that changed or an investment thing that changed. But for the most part, I mean, I think you see that they are very simple, basic, commonsensical things that are available and have been available throughout my career and I believe will be available into the future so people can take advantage of it. But they have this reference guide. They've got a set 10-step outline. First step is most important, be involved in your money. You know, don't just trust an advisor. So be involved in your money. See your money as a pile of cash, a smarter opportunities for risk management, fee management, getting more value out of, out of what you're paying a fee to, to an advisor. The tax management obviously is a big section income basically where am i going to get my income from where's it going to come from how stable is it going to be social security what about your family you know and if you worked hard for this money don't you want as much of it to go to them as possible and i don't mean buying life insurance step nine is always have a comprehensive approach making sure that you didn't just kind of check the box am i getting all i can get from that area and then number 10 is only if that planning all makes sense and you can see it and it's tangible to you then you take action and implement it and make it your own. So it's meant to be timeless. It's meant to be multi-generational, but it's really kind of, as they say here, Bruce in a box. Mm -hmm. Instead of me taking my knowledge to the grave, and that's that, you know, basically here it is so that people can utilize it. We've had you know, advisors that use the book. We have educational platforms that use the book. Certainly consumers buy and use the book. And the reviews have been just very humbling. So well, scariest Bruce, thing I ever did. <laughs> you know, I believe that this book would make a wonderful textbook. And not like the old style textbooks that were boring and you were nodding off. This would make, I think, educational tool for young people yeah. to I mean, learn people, about finances. It, it, it is used in that capacity. Oh. Yeah. And I think more so, there's actually a, a deal we're working on where it's going to actually become a course, an online course. Ah, oh, that's perfect. So, yeah. Well, you can get your copy at Amazon if you're interested in picking up Create Wealth, Retain Wealth. We're going to talk more about the book and what's inside coming up. Bruce reveals a single word that holds so much power over your retirement. And we will go to that Social Security chapter. You won't want to miss it because your decisions are more important than ever. All that as Get More Retirement continues. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the WealthCare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial markets, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Wake up, Maggie. You're listening to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. Now, last month, we spent an hour discussing information from Bruce's book, Create Wealth, Retain Wealth. 
you know, Bruce, I just felt that there was so much more to talk about, so much more information to pull that we're back for more. I'm calling it the sequel. <laughs> well, before you jump to that, uh-huh. and, and I want to caution listeners, because if you go on Amazon and you put in Create Wealth, Retain Wealth, you're looking at the book, it's $79. No sticker shock here. And but I want you to know this is a serious financial book, and it's not a bunch of gobbledygook numbers and stuff. I mean, it's not a quarter-inch thick paperback. So you have the book, Cheryl. I mean, explain this to, be, to listeners in your words. What do you oh. have in your hand? Well, well, first of all, it's weighty. This is a beautiful volume that you've put together, Bruce. I, honestly, I am looking at it just from a visual sense. It's gorgeous. The colors are so great. The weight of the paper. So you really feel that someone's put a lot into creating the way this looks, because as we all know, appearance is the first thing that draws you in. And then there's so much information that is carefully curated for each chapter. You, along the way, guide us with A couple, and we see their journey and the difference between doing this or that or not doing anything. And you give us actionable strategies in the book, things we can actually use today that will make a difference in our lives. So, yes, you're right. This is not the ordinary 10-page pamphlet on retirement. This is something brand new and different. And it's for color and it's illustrated. How does it read? It is a combination of instructional educational, and entertaining. That's probably the best way I think anybody could describe it. And that was not rehearsed, ladies and gentlemen. That's right from Cheryl. No, looking at the book right now. (laughs) Because what I didn't want in doing this, I did not want another book just filled with numbers or filled with just black and white text and somebody has to muddle through that. I mean, it'd be like waiting and pudding. You know, it's just mm-hmm. no good. I've read enough of those books in my life. I mean, this thing is meant to be exciting, bright. There's some cartoons. There, there's a lot of different things in here. So if you're a numbers chart illustration person, it's very helpful to you. If you're a person that says, no, I want to read about it, that's there. So to put all the balance in this thing, it, that's why it took eight years. I mean, because I read it from different perspectives. But the bottom line is this book is written from the consumer's perspective. It is not written from the financial industry side of things. This is not another financial gobbledygook book. This is basically saying, hey, I want to teach you as a consumer how to be a smarter, better informed, actionable solution consumer. You know, Bruce, what I think would be a great idea is to put your book on a coffee table because it is as gorgeous as a coffee table book and leave it there. If you have children or grandchildren who may flip open that book at some point and say, Grandpa, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And we what request, a great way to start a conversation. Well, I mean, most of our clients request, and we provide them at no cost. I mean, if somebody's a client, we get, we, you know, we basically will give them books for their kids. And we've had, you know, where they'll bring their kids in just for a sit down. I want you to meet my advisor. And that's the goal, you know, because I can't be in a thousand different places, but I can have a thousand books out there. You know, it went to number one in our category on Amazon in the U.S. It was number, I think it was number 16 in Canada and... 20-something uh, easy in, to see in, why. In, in Europe, yeah. I ate a lot of fish and chips when I was on submarines. Maybe they remember me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you invested heavily in the economy. Yeah. 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 Hey, Bruce, we're going to go back into the book right now. And there's something that you talk about that you say is life-changing. It comes from uh, page 59. And I wonder if you'd fill us in. It's just one word. Can change your whole life. And that word is... I don't have the book in front of me. Taxes. (laughs) Oh, well, yes. Yeah, you write that smarter tax planning goals could improve the chances of not outliving your money in retirement. And that is powerful because it's such a big worry. As we discussed in the last segment, running out of money and not planning, huge worry for retirees. Oh, yeah. Ed Slot, anybody who's watched PBS has seen Ed and all his different retirement books and everything. He is America's IRA guru. There's no question about it. I've been now for a number of years an Ed Slot Mastery Lead Advisor. So, I mean, that's our go-to on informational stuff, on the tax stuff. But, I mean, first of all, I was like everybody else. My first 11 years, we don't provide tax advice, seek guidance before making any transactions, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, the normal disclaimer from the financial industry. But when I started working with high net worth people, there was always a tax strategy built into their plan. And I went, wait a second. You know, we don't do this for anybody else, but we do it for somebody that's got $5 million or $10 million. And I saw the horsepower. And, and to be very candid, there was more value resolved from those tax plans than from the growth of the investments. 
it was significantly greater. I'm talking two, three, four, five hundred percent more benefit than what you know you would see from the investment side. And I'm scratching my head going, well, first of all, I'm, I'm upset because I'm like, all the people I've met with and done plans for over the years, I never had a tax element to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like those people missed the boat. You know, we went back and, and updated most of those plans. But it's like, you know, if this works for wealthy people, is there something written in the tax code that says thou shalt have minimum $5 million for this to benefit you? And the answer is no. The tax code to benefit everybody. We've said it many times on the show, you know, you've got your Warren Buffett, your Bill Gates, your Bezos, your Elon Musk. They have people who comb the tax laws and say, you know, these are opportunities that are available. We're going to take advantage of them to maximize the long-term value from our wealth. Well, you know, maximizing the long-term value of your nest egg is a big deal. And, and people don't realize how the impact of taxes, because, you know, this is money you put away, but you told Uncle Sam, I'll pay taxes later because everybody told you to. Mm-hmm. But nobody yeah, right. ever said, here's what the cost is going to be. And when you know what that cost is, when you have that forward looking projection of cost, which we're able to do, and we're unique in that capability for against most firms, you know, we say, okay, over your lifetime, you're projected to pay $1.2 million in taxes. That shocks people. But remember, it's over 30 years and, and withdrawals and inflation. So here's a strategy where you'll pay about 500000 you know, and on its face, you go, wait a second, $800,000 difference. And that's the difference between having a comprehensive tax management strategy and not. It means you take control of money. It means you're able to have money where you're growing it and you're not sharing that with Uncle Sam during your lifetime. It gives you the ability to withdraw monies tax-free from accounts, which is a really big deal if you have a premature death of a spouse because that surviving spouse goes into a higher tax bracket. But if they're taking out tax-free withdrawals, it doesn't matter the tax bracket. And more money will transfer to your children upon your death because, you know, we don't want your biggest beneficiary to be Uncle Sam, who's not even listed on your paperwork. If you have three or more children, in almost cases, without tax management, Uncle Sam will be the biggest benefactor, not your kids. As you can see, there's four heavy key points that most people listening are going, I don't have any of that. And that's the number one reason why people come to wealth care initially is, hey, is it really that valuable? And, and can you really help me in that regard? And when they see the numbers, are like, yeah, why would I not do this? And that's the key. It's an unclaimed opportunity. That exists for every listener out there. In some way, it can help you. Now, if you have only saved $100,000 for retirement, it's not going to be a game changer. But if you save $500,000 or more, and that's really where that set point came from, we're not trying to say we want to be greedy and work only with, with people with lots of money. That's where the tax management really starts taking some great traction. And if you saved a million dollars, quite often we can reduce the lifetime income tax bill on average from, we've done planning on easily over a billion dollars of assets. And, and the tax reduction averages right around 40% over your lifetime. That's a lot more money to keep in your pocket, make available for your use and your family's use and a surviving spouse's use. Sure is. Well, you talk about in the book many of the different types of taxes we're likely to face in retirement. And you also talk about buying the government out of our retirement. Could you dive into that just a little (laughs) bit more? You mentioned it a second ago and just, you know, went right by. But I want to go back to that. So what does that mean? The way it started was the first dollar you put into a retirement account, obviously that was money you didn't pay tax on. So Uncle Sam shows up and said, hey, where's my tax money? And you're going, oh, no, no, this is in a retirement account. He goes, oh, okay, no problem. I'll just keep track of that and, and we'll catch you whenever you retire. So that's what happens. you know. So you're building up a debt. You're carrying a debt obligation with Uncle Sam. So you get to a certain point and you say, oh, okay, I'm going to start taking money out. Oh, he has his hand out. Hey, I want, I want to be paid. You know, Give me my money. So the thing is, you can measure that debt. So if you look at a credit card statement, for example, and that's the easiest way to understand what it is and what we do, that debt, we know that number at any given day. You know, if you want to pay off that debt as you would pay off a credit card, we know what the balance is. So we start with that. And then we say, okay, but you're not going to pay it off today. You're going to pay it off over time. Well, if you pay it over your lifetime or your lifetime, your spouse's lifetime, and your kids end up suffering and you know, paying the tax bill once they get the money, what does that cost look like? So the debt amount today might be $400,000, but over your lifetime, it might be $1.6 million is what you pay back because you're paying it over time, as you would a credit card, same thing. And then we have minimum distributions. Well, what are they? They're really the minimum payment you've got to make on those taxes. You know, that's where it comes from. So what happens if you pay the minimum payment on a credit card? You get hosed. You know, you just pay, <laughs> you just pay so much extra interest and, and just ridiculous amount of repayment to settle that debt. 
So what happens if you want to buy out Uncle Steve? You said, look, I have this partner who doesn't participate in my life, but, but they get paid all the time, and I have to keep paying them. And the more money I make in my investments, the more I'm going to have to pay them. So is there a way for us to sever this relationship? Is there a way for us to buy out our partner, to have a divorce from Uncle Sam in retirement? And the answer is yes. We basically build that strategy just as we would if we were a credit counselor. We'd say, look, we're going to plot out a path to get rid of this credit card over the next four years or six years or seven years, whatever. So the plan is the end of the road is that account is zero. I no longer owe anything on that card. It's exactly the same thing. We find that strategic point of saying we're going to pay taxes and we're not evading anything. But what's the smartest strategy to pay off this debt with Uncle Sam? And when you've done that, for example, if you don't have a pension, I mean, we show an illustration in our one case study we worked up. We show a person with $10 million, a CEO, $10 million in a 401k, making $2 million a year, and he's 60. By the time he's 68, we have him totally divorced from Uncle Sam. Uh, he has 100% of his money is his money. It's in tax-free accounts. He gets a $350,000 a year tax-free income the rest of his life. He gets Social Security, just like you and me, but never pays a dime in taxes on Social Security, and he pays the lowest possible Medicare cost. Now, he can do that, and you say, oh, because he's, he's wealthy. No, you can do the same thing. If you're going to rely on yours or your and your spouse's 401ks during your retirement and you don't have a pension, in most cases, we can design the plan to accomplish exactly that, let you take control and basically be divorced from Uncle Sam, where the money is yours, the growth is yours, you take the money out tax-free, you don't answer to Uncle Sam, you don't do RMDs. If they raise tax rates, it won't impact you, and it helps the surviving spouse. Their income is tax-free, and it transfers to the kids tax-free. Now, isn't that a smarter way to get that tax debt paid off with Uncle Sam and take control? of your wealth and your financial lifetime. Sign me up. And if you would like to get in touch with Bruce Smith and find out more about this process, we're going to give you the phone number to call and ways to reach out to him in just a moment. But first, I want to let you know what's on the way next. And if you think Social Security is a no-brainer, hang on, because you're going to get pretty dizzy from all the possible claiming combinations. Bruce sorts it all out as Get More Retirement continues. You've been planning your retirement for some time, but now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroying your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second option. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is your best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our high level of planning and management could help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the wealth care team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White. Bruce, I want to talk about Social Security now. This is the final segment of the show today, and this is such a big topic. We know that the latest estimates have Social Security running short of funds, not running out, but running short in 2033. And this is pretty simple math. That's like 10 years from it's now. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that uh, the political folks in Washington are going to address this? I mean, they usually do come up with something. This isn't the first time we've had these projections. I mean, the thing is, first of all, it has been a political hot potato for a long time. They've kicked this can down the road and they try to just keep kicking it further and further. But it seems like the distance is less and less and we're facing it. The one, I think, misnomer is we do have a lot of people that come in and they, we have people that say, don't even include Social Security in my planning because I don't think it's going to be there. If you're within 10 years of retirement, I think that's a little bit over the line. It's not going to go broke. But what's happening, and there's no question about it, and of course, with everything we're seeing with AI, with 
work at home with all these different things is the number of people paying into Social Security has gone down significantly. You used to have something like at one point, I think it was 22 workers paid in for every person on Social Security. Then it was 14, you know, and it moved around. Now I think it's like four. So there's not enough people paying into it. You know, you have this big pile of money, but it's being drained because we're living longer. You know, and the more we talk about that, that's a counterproductive element. So this is an unfunded liability of the government where they're really not taxing enough to make it do what it needs to do. Now, what do I think will happen? I think you're going to see, as they have done in the past, we'll see the claiming age move out. I mean, I could easily see, for example, Bruce and Chris, you know, they have to be 70 before they can claim benefits. If we're living longer, that makes sense because Social Security was never designed to be the primary income source. It was meant to be a supplement. So that's a big element. How it's addressed, how you approach Social Security, however, and this is one of the rare areas of financial planning that I use the word never. I have a real personal issue with the financial industry, and regulators do also. This is something that's very important. It's something very sacred in my book, and the financial industry has turned it into a marketing ploy. And there's a lot of advanced rules now out there of, like, for example, you know, marketing companies are not allowed to put a social security card on their mailer because it looks like it's coming from the government and they don't want anything to be slanted. I agree with that a thousand percent. The premise is to get you come into their office so you get a sales pitch. And the way they they want to lure you in there is say, oh, we'll show you how to maximize what you get from social security. And I say, okay. And I tell everybody, and it kind of becomes a little bit jocular, but at the same time, it's, it's factual. I said, look, if you want to get the absolute most possible nickels available from Social Security in your lifetime. I can tell you how to do that within five minutes, and I just need you each, husband and wife, to answer one question. Tell me the day you're going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is a mathematical question. You know, if you said, I'm going to get every dime I can get out of Uncle Sam, okay, fine. If you're going to die on this date, you know, (laughs) then here's exactly the claiming strategy you use. And if you don't know that information, then... Everything else is just a guess. So with their fancy computer, all they'll say, now you should claim at 67 and three months because that will do this and you'll have that. And it's a total waste because you don't know when you're going to die. You might die six months later and you say, okay, that was a good deal. You might die at age 90 and you go, wow, I would have got this much more if I claimed it differently. That's what everybody's question. How do I claim? When do I claim? What's the best strategy? You know, Bruce, I'll stop you there and say you're the first person who has said that that I've talked with about retirement and choosing the right age. Really? Because that is true. You don't know what your life is going to be like, how long it's going to be. You don't have any idea. So how can you possibly pick that date? Ah, and see, that's the whole thing. You know, let's dig a little deeper. So we've hit the tax man. Because I'm going to wait till 70. Okay, fine. Where are you going to get your money from in the meantime? You're going to go into your IRA and take money out, and you're going to take tax money out to pay Uncle Sam. And see, that's the whole thing. So you're actually, the old expression, robbing Peter to pay Paul. So you may be burning down your IRA, and it's costing you a lot more money to do that than if you had taken that benefit sooner. So our answer is this, and this is where I use the word never. I say you should never evaluate your Social Security claiming strategy solely on the benefit of Social Security alone. It must be an integral part of the overall income calculation. That's how you find the sweet spot. Now, the thing we do that's very unique is if somebody, you know, and and this makes people crazy, and then they see the value of it when we illustrate it, they're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Remember how we said about paying off this debt with Uncle Sam? Mm -hmm. So we have people that said, hey, you know, I'm going to wait till 70. I said, okay, let me show you a little trick. I said, so here's the thing. I want you to claim your Social Security at 67 instead of 70. But then I want to take the money you get from Uncle Sam and give it back to Uncle Sam. And they're like, what are you talking about, Willard? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, okay, well, you're going to get 30,000 a year from Uncle Sam. And we're going to do that from 67 to 70, you know, so so four years. That's 120 grand that you're going to get in Social Security. We're going to give it right back to Uncle Sam. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, hold on. You have $580,000 in your IRA. So we're going to use that Social Security you weren't going to claim. And we're going to pay off Uncle Sam's debt with that Social Security that you weren't going to use anyway. Now, at 70, you're still getting a smaller Social Security check. But we're going to reach into that tax-free account and pull out the balance to give you that same income every month. But it's going to be tax-free, meaning we actually, in some cases, we've either lowered or eliminated the taxes on your Social Security. So more of those dollars are yours to spend. And they're like, 
Now that's outside the box thing. I said, our thing is how do we squeeze the most juice out of the orange? And that's just one advanced tax management strategy that we utilize. That's our own thing, but we're able to show it to you. That's why we say Social Security planning must be part of the overall income plan and really should be part of the overall tax plan. You see how that's true comprehensive planning. Mm -hmm. We're looking at all these variables in our system. We do that. But this is so far beyond what people are getting from their advisor or from their wealth organization, Fidelity or Vanguard. They don't do any of this stuff. You know, again, we take that clean sheet of paper, start and build, looking at all these opportunities so you can truly get more from your retirement. Well, you actually just illustrated to us what we talked about in the last segment, buying the government out of your retirement. It's your money. The harshest thing that the people realize is, you know, they have a million dollars saved for retirement, but then, you know, we show them the tax debt. They're like, wait a minute. So I have a million dollars saved for retirement, but after I pay off Uncle Sam, it's only 600 grand. Ooh, that doesn't look good to me. Hey, I want to ask you something that occurred to me the other day about Social Security. Now, we've talked before about widows or widowers and those being couples with two Social Security checks coming in and Mm -hmm. what happens there. Mm -hmm. What happens with divorce? Divorce is really growing among retirees, according to the latest statistics. So what happens with your Social Security if you divorce? Okay. So if you divorce, and again, these are on case-by-case basis, but typically what happens is if you were married to somebody for 10 years in one day, then you're given the option of being able to claim as a spouse on their social security and allow your social security to continue to grow. So, and we look at what we call shift points. So basically, if you do the spousal claim, and it doesn't cost them anything. It's not like, oh, well, I really love my ex-husband or ex-wife, and, and I don't, it's not costing them a penny. I mean, this is a benefit that's coming out of social security. It doesn't reduce their check or change. It's not one penny of cost to them, so it makes sense to explore it. And I will tell you that, you know, if you've got a decent social security check of your own, chances are that it's not a great deal, okay? But it is something where we have found money and said, hey, you know, if you take this benefit and let yours grow for three years, then switch over to your own. Here's the benefit of doing Uh that. Our system allows to look at all of that. But more importantly, you know, when we talk about spouses, what does my Social Security look like in the event of a spousal death? And what happens there is you get your Social Security and then if their benefit was greater, you get more money. You'll get the greater of the two is how it works out, basically. But then, you know, what does that look? Does my income scenario look like? And when you're sitting there with a married couple, and who wants to talk about a premature death? And believe me, if you're a salesperson, that's the last thing you're going to talk about. (laughs) We are legit, genuine advisors. We've got to lay the cards on the table with you. We're going to be straight up with you. And we show them that in the pre-planning, and they're like, you know, I like that. And we get the spouse very actively involved because we keep it simple. And they're like, I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I wouldn't have known that. And it's good to know in advance, and I just need to come in. And they'll go to Social Security, and they'll they'll make their claim, but we'll explain it. We'll change the planning because our plans are living, breathing plans. The system we used, there's more assets domiciled on this planning platform that we utilize than any other platform in the world. I mean, this is the number one planning platform in that regard. But when we build that plan, it's a management process. So that plan is living and breathing. Your accounts are linked in real time. We can go to one place and see what everything's worth. If you give us a scenario, hey, I want to go to France, or I want to spend 25 grand and go to Italy, or I want to buy a zero-turn mower, or hey, we're thinking about a vacation home, we're thinking about switching from our house to a house in Tennessee, all of these scenarios we're able to plug in and show you the exact financial impact because it is a living, breathing, it's your plan. When we do that clean sheet of paper and build it, it's yours and it's living and breathing. So these scenarios you can, you can put in there all the time, and it follows us through our, our management process. A plan is something you did one day, but the plan is worthless if you don't have the ongoing management of those opportunities, and that's what we're providing at WealthCare. Can I circle back just very quickly? We're almost out of time, but a question occurred to me as you were talking, and that is we talked about what happens if a spouse dies. We talked about what happens if you get a divorce, but what mm-hmm. happens if you remarry? in retirement? (sighs) Well, remarry is a whole different animal. Then you get time windows that come into play. Now, if you remarry today, whether you've been married a day or whether you've been married for 20 years, you know, it's still a spousal thing. So if you marry and God forbid, two months later that spouse dies, the same social security scenario is there as any married couple, whether you were married for 30 years or 30 days, you know, so that doesn't change. you know, and, and if you remarry, again, we, we get the new social security numbers, plug it into our system, and we're able to look at all the, all the opportunities. You know, and, that's, and see, that's the name of the game, is 
our job as a, as a, as a fiduciary is we, our job is not to make the decision for you. Our job is to say, here are the pluses, here mm-hmm. are the minuses, so you can make the best possible informed decision. And you know, and that's, we, I was going to say, that's another reason that it's a good idea to stay in touch with each other. Mm-hmm. Your clients stay in touch with you and, like, and vice versa because life-changing events impact the plan. Exactly correct. You're going to have detours. You're going to have bumps in the road, and that's we, we can go right into the plan and say, okay, here's how we're going to resolve that. You know, yeah. Wow. A lot of information today, Bruce. Thank you so much. Bruce Smith with Wealth Care. That's Wealth K-A-R-E. Now, Bruce's book, Create Wealth, Retain Wealth, is available on Amazon. We talked about that if you'd like to pick up your own copy. And there's so much more in that book. So, Bruce, we may do the, a sequel to the sequel because there's so much to talk about in your book. Thanks for sharing it with us today. No, hey, Cheryl, it's been great. And, and the thing is, you know, the book is nice because it gives you the opportunity. If you go on, online, buy the book, then, you know, you can literally test drive our entire process. You can see everything before you come in and meet. And some people want that. They want to know more about the firm, what it's about. You have the whole process laid bare in front of you. There's no hidden gotchas here. And we're very appreciative of that. So, you know, I think it's a great first step, but also we've got some really good things coming down the road. You're going to be able to have the best fit retirement checklist that you can have at no cost. We'll be able to put that out there to you. And then if you want to explore planning with us, we, you can have a right fit call. But uh, we try to make it simple and we're very straight up and very genuine with you. That's what we do. Well, I'm going to give you the number. You'll hear it again in just a moment. It's 888-888-5601. Thank you so much for tuning in and we hope to have you back again next week. Forget more retirement with Bruce Smith. What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealth Care Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies could help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a consistent plan for income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a second opinion to help you manage your wealth just like you manage your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealth. K-A-R-E dot com. Advisory services offered through the WealthCare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is sponsored by the Wealthcare Investment Center.